Hey guys, welcome to the Rogue's Passage, and uh, we're here to uh, celebrate our first 100 subs. Yeah, so first milestone. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Didn't think it was going to happen this quickly. Yeah. yeah, baby steps that came real quick. <laughs> real quick. Yeah, it's been fun. Um, content creation is wild. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of strange gremlins that live inside computers and whatnot. So many gremlins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Getting past all of that. And I mean, like, we, we've been at this since January of this year. And what, it's yeah. August now. Yeah. yeah. It's friggin' August. Yeah. And we, what, we got episode eight out. We got a few podcasts. This is another one. Um, and we're going to record another one after this. We're finally back in here. It's like, it's been two months since we recorded. Yeah. We slugged out like a whole bunch of content in a big batch with like, I guess, season one. Yeah. <laughs> season <laughs> one. Yeah. Right. And then we had, I mean, uh, summer comes hard and fast because, uh, yeah. Yeah. You had a festival season that you had a, still, you're still a part of right now. Yep. You know, you're DJing these massive events that are it's pretty sweet yeah yeah explore that a little bit tanner yeah i mean i guess on the outside of this uh before before magic came into my life um yeah my wife and i are like a duo like dj live instrumental guitar type thing we just got back from shambhala which is one of the biggest like it's the one of the best i think it's the biggest it's, it's, canadian music well festival, the thing is right? they can't say they're the biggest because like stuff like bigger in town biggest balls do like higher numbers yeah but in terms of like an actual music festival where you go out and you get, you know, dig your feet into the grass and the, and the dirt and the woods and the trees and mm -hmm. the beach. And the dust. And the dust full of cow shit. Yeah. <laughs> cow shit um, dust. The Chambalong. That's where the magic comes from is that, is that little uh, le cow. Le yeah. cow. <laughs> Essence. <laughs> Essence of le cow. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should just do our, our content creation thing in seasons so that like. You take a couple months off in summer because <laughs> it used to be that like Callie and I would do yeah. eight, mm -hmm. six to eight festivals that's a crazy. year. Now this year we're doing four. And mm -hmm. that's DJing, uh, volunteering for, being a, a pivotal part of, whereas I can't say as much. I, I was there to party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did so successfully. I do that. I do that too. Yeah. 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 And I know a little bit of half that, of that. Yeah. I've had a fair few festivals that I volunteered at and like I'll let you know that it's good work. If, you, if, if you're ever looking for a cheap way to go to a music festival, volunteer. They always actually, need more help, and whew, it makes a difference. You yeah. get to party, and you feel like you're actually like contributing to the community out there. And actually, uh, speaking of festivals here, uh, me and Tanner are going to be attending one here, uh, Inshallah Music Fest um, by yeah. uh, Evolve Productions. Um, really, really excited. This is the first Inshallah I've ever gone to. I'm really excited. And we have a chance really? to do I some Rogue's like Passage uh, content out there. I think we're going we're gonna to try some yeah. World of Warfare content. Speaking of... Um, like technological hurdles or whatever we have mm -hmm. to figure out i guess i don't know can we figure that out in the in the few days that it takes before we go out there? <laughs> yeah we're literally days away I, to just we're to, leaving friday so. we, we might be able to do this if we just do a single camera sort of like at the side of the table i don't know if we're quite equipped to do an overhead cam right now unless i rig up something off the awning of the trailer mm -hmm. the rv <laughs> anyway we might we might do some uh some renegade rogues passage out of this music festival I think here soon. Even just bare minimum, some stuff. I know we're gonna at least like in those moments where we have some calm, maybe play some magic. At least bare minimum, get some like you know some shots of that, some kind of interest. Yeah. And if anything, also put her foot in the door for hey, like we're the rogues passage. We're at a music festival and get that kind of reputation going because frankly, I would love that. I have some dreams mm -hmm. that are starting to grow. I want to. I uh, I started this whole thing recently in my mind. I call Urborg Fest. And uh, I'm excited. This is uh, this is mostly news to you. I think I, I shared a little bit of this uh, inside of this to Brandon, but I, I really 
love Yargle <laughs> so much. We'll I'm, display I'm, Yargle here. I am, uh, yeah, yeah. Image prompt, my bay. Which um, which one? Or, I mean, I, all of I it. Guess it doesn't matter. It's just it's just Yargle. It doesn't. Both of them, especially when you paired up with Maltani, it's so much flavor. Mm-hmm. But no, just primarily just Yargle. And then the culture that followed the appreciation for Yargle, you are the reason why I love it so much. So <laughs> that said, Urborg Fest. I have this idea of just having this like ginormous main stage that's Yargle's mouth, and he's gonna have some art, your arms going like Yargle, you know, ribbit, you know, that'll be like throughout the entire festival. Like when there's like a, a new cue for a, a, a headliner, there's gonna be like this like kind of, you know, throughout the entire, like from one spectrum, it'd be fantastic. Anyways, and then everyone will be like spooky cosplay themed, and I just love that idea, you know, get some like funk music and some industrial techno and some mid-tempo bass, you know, like have uh, Owl Vision, Rez, uh, Hazer, all oh, got autodidact as headliners. investors? Oh, I immediately do actually. This is, no, you know what? I'm going to actually, I'm going to make some art here soon. I'm going to make my own little poster. You're going to see the Yargle stage, the mouth encompassing all of it. You're going to see the headliners. You can be like, you know what? That makes sense, Brady. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, because I thought about it. Right on. I worked right. it out. Right on. Good, good luck. Good luck selling tickets to that. Oh yeah. Hey oh, yo, yeah. a fucking spooky cosplay match at the Gathering Theme Festival would sell for the folks in the in the region. I mean, the cosplayers. The cosplayers do like their weird, nuanced events. Like, and spooky it, stuff right now is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Well, Props yeah. So I mean, stuff. yeah, like the festival thing is like one of my side hustles. One of the things we wanted to talk about in this episode was get to know us better. Yeah. Hi, I'm Tanner. We forgot to introduce ourselves. DJ. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, like I, I do that kind of stuff on the side. Um, I thought I thought maybe it'd be cool to like expand on who we were in like what kind of video games like shaped us as people. Mm-hmm. And uh, who, who wants to go things. next? I mean, yeah, like. I want to include right now in this con- in, with, hmm. with this that uh, this gentleman was a carpenter for The Last of Us. Ah, yes. Pretty freaking cool. Pretty yeah, fucking cool. To, yeah, just a little flex. I got to build a lot of cool shit. Yeah. And work with a lot of cool people. I mean, like the team, the carpenter, like the construction team that I was on, like they did like Inception. They did like all the like Stargate, uh, SG-1. They did like Batter. God, there was so many things. That's amazing. I um, and a lot of the guys that I was working with had just come off the set of uh, Fraggle Rock. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they were, they were just like the stories. Let me some oh. rock. Film industry is wild, and uh, yeah, I'd like to get back into it, but it doesn't work with daycare schedule right now. Speaking of which, I should probably take that baby monitor back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Watching no. my child. That was my responsibility. Say hello to the little bean. I only threatened bean. abduction today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking His kid is super freaking cute. Speaking of abduction, what do you the like girl. to get up to outside of uh, the Rogue's Passage stuff? <laughs> well... <laughs> Outside of haunting playgrounds, uh, don't don't make those jokes. <laughs> <coughs> he doesn't, folks. He's being he's being a dingus. We can bleep that out if anything. <laughs> what? Who am I outside this? I am the thespian of the group. I am the the drama kid, um, the artist, the painter, the graphic designer, the voice actor, potential actor here in my future. Who knows what's going on? I've attempted things like you know um, being a musician and shit like that, but my ADHD in full Technicolor, by the way. <laughs> prevents me from doing it too successfully so if anything i'm primarily a singer um and right now i'm also going to be spearheading a lot of our our upcoming merch mm-hmm. with a yeah. reason we'll see how this goes and uh tbd um, on that merch we don't know when it's coming out yeah so don't don't hold that to that yet but i'm i have a lot of stuff that we can start throwing around at least we now but we have to figure merch. it out we have to figure it out on top of that i'm also a chef um yeah. hardcore I, i've been damn good one yeah 
for 16, I would, it would be 17 years if I, 2018, dark year. So anyways, I would, it would be uh, a lot longer than that. But aside from that, right now, I've finally been able to position myself as a gardener slash cook. So I'm able to do some really cool, basically like Professor Snape in the, gar- in the garden, you know, you know, mm-hmm. with the sex appeal. I've never seen Harry Potter. What does that mean? <laughs> Well, um, <laughs> Alan Rickman took on the role of a lifetime. Um, no, uh, I, I really like the alchemical nature of, of like, I'm saying alchemic. Gastronomy is cool. I love it. Yeah. You know, there's so much crazy science in cooking. And frankly, with, like, you can make anything bad, you can make anything good. But primarily, like, you know, how crazy can you make it? That's where, that's where I like to take things. And right now mm-hmm. I'm focusing, I'm, I'm learning how to really mess with, uh, like, a... a Vacuum bag extraction, like, you know, air extraction from almost anything. It's crazy what happens when you, you know, on a molecular level. It's just, I'm getting real sciencey. So that's pretty much it. And aside from that, I'm also uh, uh, very into much of the music. Former DJ myself. But I'm going to be getting back into it, I think. I think when I grow the balls, I'm going well, to get back also, into it. Also, yeah, if you, I guess, you, have you been sharing them on uh, the Rogue's Passage Facebook page, the playlist that you make? I am a, like hard, a machine. So, okay, yeah. Well, that was going to be... Um, yeah, one of one one of my metas to this is uh, you know with my ADHD and all that kind of stuff. My neurodivergence loves, and once I become obsessed with something, I become very 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 obsessed Weaponized. with it. And I I try <laughs> to utilize all of my expression in that something. So when it comes to playlisting, which I've been doing since I was like twelve years old, making like burning like you know. Uh, making cassette tapes, making you know? mixtapes, making mixtapes for friends. I'm I'm 33, I'm turning 34 here actually in September, so I am hardcore millennial. In that case, you know, with all that said inside, I've been able to literally algorithm my brain in magic. So <laughs> I eat, breathe, and shit magic. I say this quite a lot these days. I really do. So whenever making a playlist, it's dedicated to something. Recently, it was just Yarble. I made a, a an herb work fest 2023 hypothetical set list. You know, and among other things, too, I made one for Shieldred. I made one for, you know, Tezzeret, Betrayer Flesh. You know, the list goes on. I can keep going. Turgrid. <laughs> Prog yeah. rock. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> and uh, of course, it'd be, you know, genre fluid. You know, sky's the limit for any commander. So it's pretty much, it's now at this point, especially in the last six months, it's become a hardcore uh, passion of mine. So that's pretty much it. I'm just yeah. a nerd with a lot of passions. That's pretty much it. I think that all of us can agree on that. That's what we have in common here, especially. So, oh yeah, Brando, and I'm Brando. You're uh, <clears throat> our resonant sex appeal. <laughs> oh, yes. uh, and Makes me feel self conscious. Uh, uh, and the jack of all trades. Uh, truth be told, that I've I've kind of dabbled my feet in like almost damn near all of this. Even when it came to like starting up the channel, sort of thing. It's like. I've had a little bit of experience working with like Photoshop and Premiere and stuff. I've there's been a lot of learning along the way, which as some of you have seen, some of not all of our not all of our uh, content has been of the topest quality, but it is also surprisingly well done for exactly oh, yeah, as, you saying, as, as you were yeah. saying as you were saying the 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 gremlins that hide in the machinery. <laughs> We've only gotten better from him. We want more gremlins. Actually, no, that's sorry. No, I want more gremlins. They do not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. Like every single time, every single time we sit down to record, there's like a new ridiculous problem that comes up. Yeah, yeah, we can't fight it. It just it happens. So we've been doing our best, and thank you all again um, for watching, subscribing, hopefully sharing this with your friends. Uh, it means so much, and oh, we've dude. put in so much work of just we we started this with like yeah. 
a little bit a little bit of experience here and there but hardly anything and a lot of overconfidence and a lot by the way calling us out for that be like oh yeah yeah, we know what we're fucking talking about we're matched the gathering players yeah we're playing one of the most complicated games in the world we know what we're doing with our lives yeah yeah sorry about that yeah just in this last eight months we have learned so much both about the game about the process of doing this watching ourselves in the editing process you know so much learning curves you Mm -hmm. know there's so much been so much self-reflection and growth from this so it's been Oh yeah, even when it comes to just like how we've run our games and some of like the off-camera rules that we've put in place to try and make sure that it's good content, it's like, ooh, even just like, yeah, editing your decks to try and fit a certain niche when it comes to like what works, what doesn't work, what is a fair way to play the game, what is like, oh, I still want to be able to play my like heavy-handed like combo cards without actually being like, oops, I I, I just make it so that nobody else has any fun. Like it's it's an art form. It's an it's an art form. Yeah, you know what this this whole journey for me is actually like, I think I'm starting to realize, which I never thought I was before. I think I might be interested in dipping a toe into CEDH like yeah. proper, like not. Not like confused or this or that. Do I'm it. talking like I think I want to try out what the format is like when it is like full on competitive cutthroat. Uh-huh. Well, I'm glad and we're talking about this because in our first podcast, I like yeah. to think I know what I'm talking about sometimes. <laughs> but I'm also the first to admit that I'm full of shit. So now that we're talking about CDH, I have I've done way more research since uh-huh. our, our you know our, our first podcast released. And let me just tell you, yeah, I didn't know quite as much as I knew. The ranges for mana curves, especially, it's it's up in the air. It's it's ephemeral. Favorite mm-hmm. word right now. Mm-hmm. Ephemeral. And you know, like that said, you know, I'm trying to throw a tournament for my birthday. We're we're learning the we're going through all sorts of hurdles right now, understanding. Yeah, we can do a whole podcast episode on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so been a journey. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's coming up here. Well, yeah. you can find yeah, out. Yeah, actually, the the, channel. we'll we'll talk about it, I guess, in the in the next. Uh, yeah, what we yeah, record. Yeah, we, sh- we should. It's going to be its own process here. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's worthy of discussions because you know the things that come from it, especially psychological factors and what I was not expecting. It's crazy, crazy. But um Oh, I'm getting a little bit tired here. <laughs> well, I mean, in. I mean to continue. Me in. To, I mean to continue a little bit on kind of who I am as a person. Okay, uh, that's uh, important, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah, a little <laughs> okay, bit. Just, just take bit. over. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of lost my train of thought there, but I mean, like realistically, I'm I'm pretty simple when it comes to things. I'm I I, I he's I, not I, simple. I I aspire to meet the same <laughs> level of nerd king as Henry Cavill. I realize that you know I've got a long way to go. I'm not Don't quite. You dare I'm, say those I'm not, words. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not quite as amazing and knowledgeable as he is but i'm, I'm working my way there there's probably the not... sun would stop shining when he dies you know yeah. that right oh, oh i know and i'm and i'm there to take his place it would implode <laughs> upon itself um there's basically not a nerdy avenue that i haven't walked through i play and have like a what uh close to a three thousand point uh tyranid warhammer 40k army i've been mm. playing magic for over the decades uh like ten thousand hours <clears throat> in dynasty warriors yeah yeah the ten thousand hours <laughs> 10, in dynasty warriors. they don't think to see <laughs> Um, I used to play, I used to play, um, I used to play, uh, things like, uh, Rainbow Six Siege and Counter-Strike Source. Tip this up. Talking wheel top. Sorry. 
we're just making sure there we go gotta get a uh, rich beautiful voice in there i used to play a lot of things like counter-strike source rainbow six siege and even as far over to like things like pokemon semi-competitively counter-strike source oh, yeah. i actually did play like mild competitively it was never anything international but at least within like sort of the local confines of alberta bc uh played a lot we did a lot we won a few tournaments and we lost a few tournaments to some absolute nonsense one of the worst of those was we legitimately had uh we had the win we had the win and then we were like literally in the realm of being like told that we were the winners when the other team said that there was some sort of a false start that the other the one of their players wasn't ready Ooh, even though there was a very specific set tone that the game didn't start until all players on all teams verbally confirmed that they were ready uh one of the most annoying moments of my life which was Yikes. we literally lost this tournament because we had decimated everybody else um to somebody complaining that they didn't get to start the game properly when they were sitting there and they had vocally said they were ready to start the game. So uh, is there remember. Not, is there not judges? Really? Oh, there is judges. Something and that was... Like, sucks to suck, nerd! Sometimes, yeah. sometimes things just get lost in translation and sometimes situations like that happen where if somebody wasn't, one of the judges maybe wasn't paying as attention as they needed to, they just say, oh, well, that's my bad. Well, we're still going to throw it back. That sucks. Yeah. But I mean, realistically, yeah. There's... There's not an avenue of the nerdhood kingdom that I haven't wormed my way into and that I'm I'm also not trying to worm my way into having on this channel. If like we can folks, get his his portfolio in Topiary unrivaled. <laughs> I'd like to think so. It's unrivaled. I'd like to think so. You should see him cut a shrub. <laughs> Tanner No, 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 uh, that's Tanner. Tanner's the hedge lord. <laughs> the hedge lord. No, it's it's, it's, it's dreaming. If it's not cherry related um, what, what video games that inspired you and all that kind of stuff? Video you games? are the senpai well, of the group. I would like to make a... I know it's probably obvious, but the... The Aliens franchise and, of course, <laughs> the Predator franchise shaped me as a small child. I literally... I think back to the day that I... Man, because, like, I have, a, I have a little boy now, right? And, like, I was really young. I think Alien 3 came out in 1992, and my parents rented it on VHS. And I remember, like... I didn't want to, I, I ran out of my bedroom because I heard like the movie and I like sat there and I was like, can, can I watch the movie with you guys? I think I was seven years old. One second. That makes sense. Your, your sex dungeon is weird. HR Geiger. Hey? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, anyway, so revealed. I, I, uh, I asked my mom, I was like, is, is there any way I can like watch this movie? And they were like, I remember them being like, I don't know, he's pretty. I young. don't know. It's this is alien, an R rated. It would have been Alien, right? It was Alien Three. Alien, no, 3. alien came out in 1979. I was not alive. <laughs> hey man, it was, my first one was Alien, but yeah. Well, no, yeah. So I, I, I started with Alien Three, and then I was like, holy shit! And then yeah, I watched I Aliens. Downgraded. <laughs> I actually can't remember if I watched Alien or Aliens after oh, no, that. Sorry. Reverse. I just I just knocked the whole series. The third is kind of loosely the the weakest. Kind of it, Resurrection actually being so third third i don't know yeah i think the, the third was a still amazing i loved it it's just the first gen cgi that was my only complaint that was my only complaint was first oh, gen cgi it's that not it. it's not just the cgi it's it's the like we want to talk about we, we, we could do a whole podcast on talking about <laughs> alien 3 and I, one day we will and when someday we will there <laughs> they they made like multiple different like suits mm -hmm. and none of them matched the, yeah. like the marionettes yeah. for the 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 puppet shots yeah. and none of them matched the cg they made like three different types of alien for the runner the, the alien in that movie and it, i mean they just don't look anything alike yeah. and it's infuriating I mean, the first time you see the alien it's all like rickety and like 
yeah. kill me, Seymour. Kill me. Well, that's no, not just mixed up my media. You did. Yeah, that's fine. Kill me, Seymour. No, it's feed Seymour. me, Seymour. <laughs> you know what? No, no. They should. That's what they should have done. That's what they should have done. Fuck you, director and writer of Little Shop of Horrors. It should have been kill me. All right? That poor plant. Fuck yourself. Okay. <laughs> Disregard that. We want to work with you just because, you know. <laughs> disregard that no no fuck you anyways aliens director uh yeah so vi- video games that shaped me um <laughs> diablo 2 probably one of the games that i what what's going on <laughs> i having a great time i'm just vibing <laughs> here we go um yeah diablo 2 i remember being me and my 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 friends in high school or no junior high or whatever it was it was early on man like I, but we i played so much diablo 2 and then the, like the expansion Diablo 2 was, yeah. Oh, that game was incredible. That was actually, ironically, I played Diablo 1. Mm-hmm. Um, I was eight years old. Yeah. He, he, like, he's only a few years older than me. So I, I remember being spooked, though. And I, I I was playing things like Resident Evil and things like that. And they were, or Silent Hill, yeah. <laughs> arguably more terrifying oh. to me as a kid. Oh, man. but I didn't play Silent Hill 2 until I graduated high school or whatever. And I remember, like, I physically just being shook. Like, I had to, like, stop, like, put the controller down. And, like, I know that if I played it today, it wouldn't feel the same. But, like, just the perfect, perfect experience for that time in my life. Like, mm-hmm. Silent Hill 2 wrecked me. It was such a masterpiece. But it was also just, like, so twisted. Mm-hmm. So weird. Like, it mm-hmm. just it was just unsettling. I mean, that's kind of always been, like, the appeal of the Silent Hill universe is it's, like, low-key torture porn. Where it's, like, it just walks that line where it's, like, it's grotesque enough to make people think it's vile. But it's just safe enough where people aren't, like, okay, this is accidentally a snuff film. Yep. Right. Yeah. And it is my time to introduce some media. <laughs> See, the time I was 11 years old and I was forced, literally, to watch the Hellraiser series. Hmm. And Were you actually things, forced? I was. My older brother was like, you're not allowed to fucking go to mom. You, you signed in for this. Oh, you my know, God. You ain't allowed to leave. Which is a very harsh paraphrase. My older brother is very much like me. So he was more like, nope, sorry, bitch. You ain't leaving. So anyways, um, yeah, I was I was forced to absorb information in a way that really affected me. You know, neurodivergence out there. I'm sure you can sympathize. You know, shortly after that, it'd be things like also playing Silent Hill, uh, having an older brother who was old enough to explain the psychology and the fucked up nature, why, you know, all the things that made Silent Hill what it was and being really, really into it, but then also realizing maybe at a certain point in your life that this is not information you should really be guarding when you're, you know, developing yourself. And then the time would come when you're watching horror movies like The Cell and, you know, you really get into a deep dive of self-awareness and then you're having a a moment where, like, The Cell shouldn't be helping me be so self-aware right now but maybe it is and maybe this is the reason why your life is the way it is and (laughs) either way no i agree in a lot of ways aliens actually was the first action this is why aliens too it's just aliens yep i was six years old one of the best films ever made oh frick james cameron and i love and we should really do an entire episode of the about our like, oh, I would love to. Like, oh, man, we, we have to. One thing that we could try, boys, just let us know in the comments and stuff if this is something that interests you as well. Um, we could do, like, a sort of watch party thing, right? Well, let's watch the movie. We'll, like, give the time code sort book, of thing. Book club? Yeah. Where we book can like where we can, like, watch and sort of, like, crack joke and commentate. And then if people have the movie or something, we just give them the time code. So they're, like, when did, like, at this point, hit play on the video, we're hitting play on the video. Well, actually, um... There, people do watch parties. Discord, yeah. Discord. Um, no, Straight even on Discord, even on Twitch. Like, there's a streamer that Callie and I watch sometimes. He's uh, 
You know, like Pay Money Wubby. Yeah. Yeah, he's like one of the Pay Money Wubby crew. His yeah. name's Booty Swagger. Booty, booty, <laughs> booty, <laughs> booty, booty is just, he's the best. Booty but like, Swagger. He does. Oh, and also, do you guys remember um, Mystery Science Theater? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Mystery Science Theater. He, does, yeah. he I... does like a segment on his stream where he does like, he has like the little Mystery Science Theater intro thing. And then he has himself green screened into the little theater seats at the bottom. And he just yeah. watches movie with it, movies, like B-rate movies with, yeah. his, uh, with his stream. So you can do it. You can. Yeah. I don't know if you can watch like AAA titles on Switch. Well, that's the thing though. Is like it's I've I've seen it done kind of um, before. We're just like yeah, we just we watch it. We put the time code. We can just kind of make sure that like you're watching along with us, and we're just side commentary if you want to. Or on the movies that we do get some sort of licensing or the ability to kind of like bypass that licensing, uh, then we can. I'll personally customize a dance monkey dance button. <laughs> It'll be great. It'll dance be great. monkey dance. Let us know your feedback. It's important. It really actually is. You know we. Uh, as much as we want to direct things and, you know, contribute almost solely to this project, we can't evolve without your feedback. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really, you know, we're at 100 subs now. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. You know, and for me, like, especially understanding because we, me and Brandon, we started this this whole idea initially before Tanner, you know, cemented it and made it perfect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were like, oh, yeah, we can guarantee we get all this done. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like a whole bunch of this, you know. And it was not the case, and it took us forever to even. But but now we're rolling, we're we're snowballing, and it's because of you. So yeah, it's all because of you. Thank we, you so yeah. much. Also, uh, thanks for like all the the actual comments where like people, you know, it's just, it 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 really does feel good on our side to see somebody just naturally like there was a comment on one of the videos just being like, hey, this was just suggested to me, and I'm glad I watched it. You guys are great. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, man, like you just made my week. Yep. Like it's warms our hearts so much and even even getting called out for like missing triggers and just playing oh, magic please, and never stop with that you know what <laughs> yeah. yeah straight up we're only human yeah I, you know? I forever will know how to play sure strike trident now yeah. i will always <laughs> yeah. honestly especially with my light one at laplani game i'm always gonna be a lot more conservative with the lightning graves mm-hmm. watch that episode by the way yeah oh actually i wanted to point out um if you guys haven't seen it and i, I don't think you guys have seen it yet but on the magic the gathering official channel from MagicCon Barcelona recently, the Game Knights, like Josh and Jimmy, they did a panel where they sat down and it was like, I think it was called, uh, was it Behind the Story or something? Or, anyway, it was, it was just basically like the two of them talking about all of the shit that goes on behind the scenes mm-hmm. and all of the missed triggers and all of the crazy, like they talked about when they had Post Malone on and like Post Malone like came back into the studio and like tripped over a wire uh. and then they went and like had a break and then one of the guys came out and was just like, yeah, that killed all the cameras and corrupted, oh, wow. all, the, corrupted all the memory cards. Be sure to go watch that video, <laughs> like, by the way. And so, like, the, the, them, they, like, they didn't even tell Pose Malone because yeah. they, 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 they made the break at, like, an extra hour longer while they were, like, trying to figure it out in the back Yikes. to see if they could recover the footage. And then they did. And then they were, like, afraid to tell Pose Malone because they didn't want him to be pissed off with them. Yeah. And, like, all these crazy Spoilers. They also they showed a lot of good slides of, like, when there was something that was missed in the game you mm-hmm. know like there was one uh with the lord of the rings episode where they the pippin the mm-hmm. white blue pippin mm-hmm. um he tapped him to attack and then because of that it, the whole interaction blah 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 they played out the rest of the game and then in post they were like Fuck, he has vigilance mm-hmm. he wouldn't have tapped he would have been able to tap 
to then provide protection to this other creature. Even the greats. So, so they went ahead and they've done, this, they've done this for multiple, multiple episodes. Well, they'll go ahead and re-record little sections mm-hmm. and change how it was mm-hmm. just so that it isn't a mess and so that it doesn't present itself as a mess. Yeah. And it's incredible. Like, I, I really recommend going and watching this video because it was really yeah, insightful. Honestly, that's and actually brilliant. At the very end, they, they did 15 minutes of questions and there was a couple people that went up that were like in our position being like, yo, we just started a channel. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you recommend we should focus on first, this and that? And the guy was like, you know, should we upgrade our gear, our cameras? Because we're like, that's what we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciated like Jimmy. He was just like, honestly, he's like, keep making episodes. Don't think about that. Yeah. Just keep making episodes. Just keep doing it. Just keep going. He's yeah. Like, that's the most important thing. And, yeah. Like it was really inspiring just being like, hey, you know what? We've been doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I straight up, I was like a hard pause. I was like, okay, there was one game where we had like a, like I, I woke up and I was a bit hangry. Mm-hmm. Didn't sleep so good the night before. And I had a straight up like just spaz moment. And uh, that's that's in one of our episodes for sure. It's you know? actually not. It no, was no. really cleanly pulled out. Yeah. It wasn't really. Yeah. Dude, 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 no, no. I didn't no. even notice it. Like I went but from what? I went from no editing experience <laughs> to being able to cut out like an actual like half hour argument and make it seem like nothing happened. It, well, yeah, actually, props, bro. So Brady's actually like giving you uh, giving you a, a little bit of a workshop and yeah. upping your skill. Exactly. Yo, yo, if there's anything I provide, it's learning experiences. Okay, but exactly that. Like honestly, let me be your shepherd. Exactly, but exactly that. Like I feel like I feel like I've been. That makes me feel really good because I didn't even know about like that other half. You mentioned that before, but like this is the first time I'm actually hearing about like people like them acknowledging, be like, oh, just keep doing that. Because I feel like I've kind of been that voice for the channel so far. We're just yep. like the mistakes are going to happen. There's things that are going to frustrate us, and I've been doing my best to like sit I, back and be the rock. We're just like let's. We have to steer into it though, right? Like, like uh, steer into the skid because it's either crash or burn. I would like to see that from uh, channels like uh, Play to Win. Mm-hmm. Like, one of my favorites, like you boys, I, I appreciate the fuck yeah. out of you. You have helped me. <laughs> level up shut so up. often shout and out to that channel you guys empty, uh, empty, empty glass. dripping with charisma and yeah deadly place at some point when i'm not a poor starving kitchen slave i'm gonna <laughs> eventually order some of your merch and i'm gonna be like yes because i love your metal aesthetic oh <laughs> it is pretty good yeah, it's pretty it's fucking beautiful amazing. i love it i'm gonna get one of your mats as well so mm-hmm. that's yeah. it anyways um actually one thing that i wanted to bring up uh i guess in re- regards to like getting to know us better um <clears throat> what are some of your guys's favorite um magic content creators i know like we just shout out mm-hmm. play to win they're like uh really heavy like cedh channel for, for uh mitch madness quarters yeah i when i was when i was starting uh, uh it was like about four years ago i started making decks and i was uh in, in a way i was like okay i want to start abusing different dynamics and blah 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 and then what was it um i just made hoffrey stoneforge and then <laughs> Uh, I saw that, you know, Mitch did one and I was like, oh, and then I was like, wait a second, let's print it similar to mine. And then it kept, mm-hmm. this, this pattern kept evolving. I was just like, wait a second. And I, I was did just, we just become best friends. <laughs> I really, really <laughs> would love to hang out. I'm not sure if we have a lot in common, but I think I would at least sit there and I'd geek and he'd at least be okay with that. You know? So if anything, you know, cause, uh, you know, Elminster, I directly made Elminster because of your recommendations. I was like, love it right to it just don't even didn't even think about it and now i had to take out some of the cards because no one liked playing against it and i was like okay it's a little too jane and so yeah you know you take away the free counter spells and suddenly everyone gets a lot happier so you know but either way bro thank you so much 100 you know commander's quarters for sure i i would like to shout out uh i think one of my favorite magic content creators is uh magic mics it's a podcast <clears throat> i guess they do video but i primarily listen through audio but uh yeah they just they're kind of like 
the news desk like gossip like catch you up on the week of magic and like so every week they do i think one or two news updates and then every week they do a like a top 10 mm-hmm. like top 10 snow creatures top 10 artifact this or like you know like it, they're just they're amazing and i actually i, I just I, I adore them as content creators um mm-hmm. do you guys listen to any magic podcasts me no not really um i'm there's like a lot of them there's a lot of them i'm also just like i'm weirdly selective with what uh, uh, i take zone, in maybe tops and then a little there was a little bit of play to win um, um they had a whole stacks thing i was like yeah but i don't know there's it's weird it's for for me i'm neurodivergent so i don't i don't absorb the information the same way if anything i get really if it's not like scripted like a mur- like a solved murder mystery podcast something mm. i don't know it's it's hard for my brain to Man. keep uh paying attention so yeah. something like this what we're doing right now yeah i would wa- no I, I watch way more podcasts no i i yeah. do i i commit to watching podcasts there's so much information there's body language yeah. there's personality yeah, yeah. there's depth whereas yeah. when i'm listening I'm, I'm not getting body language i'm not getting visual cues for anything and frankly there's when I when I see a card, I don't sometimes I can just see the image and I know what it does as opposed to having to read the card. And I'm like, oh yes. I know that was an alt version of Ops. Haha, yeah. you know? Yeah. So narrative versions out there. It's hard. I'm yeah. sure you yeah. sympathize. Yeah, for myself, I, I I have a weird way about going about how I intake content. Um I'm generally distracted halfway through my days doing like whatever, whether it's like conversating, editing decks, whether it's like I'm at work or this or that. So whenever I stumble upon something that like catches my interest, I put it into a playlist on YouTube. Um, that I basically just keep like, like I, I basically just create my daily playlist. And then when I have the time, I just kind of start burning through those videos while I'm working on stuff. So then like, I'll be sitting there and I'm like, Oh, maybe I'm like, I'm, I'm playing a video game and it's just kind of background noise, but then something will like catch my ear and I'll immediately just like tune in and spend like the next like three hours just digesting all of this content and then i'm like oh i was doing something before i should get back to that <laughs> um so i don't end up watching or listening to a lot of podcast like i do but i don't because a lot of it i retain a lot of the stuff that i watch yeah um but it's it's very weird for me i'd say the only two like magic channels i watch all of them i try to to some extent especially now that we've started with this because i want to try and like learn see inspiration and it's just it's fun it's fun to watch other yeah, people doing the same kind of stuff that we're Fuck doing yeah, it is um but the two thing the, like, the two channels that i really only really really engage with um would be Tolarian community college um like the prof i would love to hang out with the prof yeah the, the prof is just hilarious and if you're watching this prof or somebody who has <laughs> connections to prof <laughs> let me fanboy for a second and say i agree sol ring should be banned and like, <laughs> you come here play with us let us come there play with you i think we'd get along very well um <laughs> but then other the other channel that i really I actually watch watch is um it's uh it's card market magic oh god their content is amazing it's so so amazing and like i love it because all most of what they do is trying to break the rules of magic while still sticking to the rules of magic yeah. like one of the things i can't remember what it was it was it was a little while ago maybe only a couple of months ago they did a video um where they kind of like subset off the rules it's like how fast can a single deck win without or like how, how how fast can a deck win using only like one card and so like one place that person was playing it was nothing but like mountains to get them out and then rag bands it was just nothing but rag bands every turn is another rag band but like of course it's a legendary creature so it dies so you yeah. can only do so much damage uh so then and they had like a f- like eight game back and forth of like one deck would win so they'd bring out the next one they were just trying to figure out like what single card in magic 
as the whole deck wins the game. Oh, can I? This actually bridges into a thing that I've been thinking about that I <clears throat> I thought it was a great idea. And mm-hmm. I was going to propose it to you guys for an episode. Okay. I was going to call the format Basic Bitches. <laughs> <clears throat> and the more I think about it. What'd the, you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hi. Hi. I was going to call this format Basic Bitches. And I thought it was going to be really great. The more I think about it, the more I think that it might be too solvable. Mm-hmm. Basically, the you can have as many cards in your deck as you like, mm-hmm. uh, restricted to basics. So like, oh, so like, like, and then whatever says yeah. basics. No, just basics, just basic lands. So the the ninety or the so the ninety nine. Yeah. I mean, you could have forty. You could have twenty. You yeah. could have a hundred. Yeah. But you just only basics. Oh, only basic lands. And then a command zone. So let's say. Let's say you, you have a mono red deck. Your yeah. deck is full of mountains. Yeah. You, you would want your commander to be able to carry its weight and use the mana. Like you want it to be self-sufficient, right? Oh, okay. I see what you mean. So you're and looking for like commanders. See, see how you can win while only using basic lands as your draws. Okay. I see. Okay. Um, that's interesting. Now, I thought about it and I was like, fuck, vigilance is nutty. Yeah. Vigilance would be overpowered because mm-hmm. if you have an 8-8 vigilance, vigilance and your weak. opponent has a 5-5, five, five, yeah. it is just you can never get through ever. So nah, vigilance indestructible no. sort of have to be eliminated, right? But then I started thinking about it, and I was like, okay, and I was like, oh, maybe Kenrith, the Return King, would be pretty cool because he's got like all those activated abilities. The only one that matter, the only two that matter, is the green ability to put a plus one plus one counter on him, mm-hmm. and then a white ability to gain three life. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, you could just put like Selesnya mana in the deck, and I think that would just get too out of hand. <laughs> but anyway, like I, I started thinking about it and I was like, I, I started thinking of certain commanders to be in the command zone. And I was like, fuck, it might just be like too oppressive for certain ones and useless for others. So I don't know. We could workshop it, but. Yeah, well, because that's interesting. Because like as soon as you said that, the first thing that came to mind is a deck that I already have, which is my Omnath Locus of Rage. It's Landfall. <laughs> Which locus it, it love, takes girl. red and green one. Red and green, which it might be kind of broken because that's seven turns of lands to get out to him because he's a seven drop. But then he's landfall. Yeah, he landfall, create a five five token elemental. So whenever that elemental whenever any elemental dies, deal three damage to target creature or player. So I mean like realistically, if somebody can't Oh like, yeah, like, no, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, right? I wanna see you make some, that I wanna see I wanna see you make that pro aristocrat. What do you mean by that? Like aristocrat landfall trigger. So what I'm doing right now, as my uh, after a million different edits, my Moldrotha deck yeah. has now effectively turned into a self-sacrificing lands matter uh, land landfall. Moldrotha is so easy to break. Hmm. Um, so what I think for that in in Gruul, there's lots of um, red spells like Nahir's uh, uh, terrible. Huh. Yeah, it's in like there. That. It's in there. And like uh, orcish lumberjack, you know, anything that sacrifices a land, Zern orb, you know. There's a there's plenty of outside of that. Frankly, I think Jund really, 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 really appreciates that. But mm-hmm. Omnath specifically, I can see you breaking that. You know, add in the Ashnod's altar. No, no, no. We're t- so Omnath, he's talking about using it for the basic thing. You can't add in anything. That's the cool part. You can't add any cards to the deck to synergize. It's all basics in the deck. Yeah. You have to rely on the commander to carry all the weight. No, that's fine. No, you no, want was, you want basic lands. You want yeah, basic he kind of he kind of fired so, off into his own idea of a, a oh, weird idea for me yeah, no, to rebuild math, my own math. Yeah. So okay, okay. landfall triggers uh, uh, generating you elementals. Okay. Yep. At something like Ashnod's altar or a Phyrexian altar, um, paying its way in mana correction, and then also more combos for potential 
cards that allow you to fetch former spells or anything that allows you to recover from your graveyard, any huh. other kind of shenanigans. I can see it being super savage. Huh. Um, something that Gruul does not see very often. Here, I'm thinking here, I'm just thinking like Mitch. Command <laughs> I bet you anything. He's thought, oh yeah, yeah that focus of rage. Aristocrats. Shout out it. again. I love but it. No. I think I know how I'm updating my Omnath deck. Uh, Ashnod's altar. So literally all you need is a, yeah. just generate a buttload of uh, landfall triggers and or anything that just creates passive yeah. um, just, elementals in gonna, any capacity. We're just going to turn this into half the deck is playing from graveyard, half the deck is extra landfall. Get and it savage, actually, add impact tremor, uh, do like an as above, so below kind of approach. Uh, so yeah. have impact tremor effects. Doesn't, <laughs> uh, doesn't, doesn't Omnath create, sorry, it's five fives, right? Five fives. Five fives, and then of course Onmeth himself gets it, bigger. No, the green no. one, the mono green one. The yeah. mono green gets bigger if you have stored green mana. Right. Um, you gotta tank it. <clears throat> seems like Alter Dementia would be an easy, yeah, easy way to mill someone out as well. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Sack. Rude. Yeah, equal to its yeah, power. Yeah, like 40, 50 power. Any, any of those kind of any of those any of those. Although I guess of. yes, it would, for someone to get down to fifty cards in deck, greater good. It's not a. Yeah. Greater good is savage. You draw five cards, discard two. Score three. I don't like this idea, and I love it at the same time. <laughs> I love it. Honestly, I, I I want to try and make your idea work, though. Let's at least try and get an episode out. Oh well, I'll go fuck myself, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna build that episode. I just I don't I didn't want to I didn't want to no, lose our tangent on Tanner there. Good, like I good. love the idea of that. So let's see I, if we can make I that love work. it, but like what I wanted to workshop with you guys was yeah. like let's say we like basically we all put our our commanders on the table. Yeah. Is it? To the point where you just look at who, which commanders each person chose, and you can sort of just tell who's going to win. Well, that's why I brought up the Omnath Wait, thing well, is because realistically, if you don't zero. have if you don't have a commander that can guaranteeably kill me before turn seven or then stand the test of a wall of five fives, I don't think so. Right, that seems like an incredible commander. And you can't right. choose. Let's say that these choices were were objectively blind. Yeah, you know? I actually. It's like, hey guys, here's a commander. Who's everyone playing? before turn zero and yeah. then everyone shows their commander and then rule zero happens and then you know if it happens at all <laughs> well yeah there's not really much to talk about it's like well exactly. th this is the one card in the deck yeah, yeah. like yeah. and the thing is like i i feel like it was a good idea although i i think that the play pattern will be very non-complex mm -hmm. it will be really simple and it will be sort of it might dry up really quick so yeah. you um, know what we could try to be fair let's do it because not to steal any inspiration from uh, card, market, card market magic. Just Why doing not? unique stuff. Let's just do a unique. Let's see what we can do. Even if we all, if we, even if we have like eight decks each and it just turns into like each game is like five minutes because we immediately see that path of like, no, I just don't, I don't got it. I don't got it. You know what? That is why I scoop so fast sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I know when I'm beat and I'm like, fuck it. I'd rather chew glass. <laughs> well, you know, one of the one of the things that the dynamic factors of that could be. I mean, what happened to me? I, f I got to go to uh, first player, a local store that is just awesome in Calgary. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I got to go play commanders, commander masters draft, and what I learned or like what I saw happening was basically like the people who like slayed the draft and built a good deck got mm -hmm. eliminated immediately mm -hmm. <laughs> because everyone else at the table was just like that's scary it's yeah. the unassuming player that often does win yep. yes you and know? it was it was like the the guy to my right he was like he was pretty young like very young and he like didn't really it seemed like he was pretty loose on a lot of the rules and he just was dirtling for most of the game and like i was a i i drafted a Marin of clan nel toth deck mm -hmm. and it came together real nice and every time that Marin got online with like anywhere pl 
north of six or seven experience counters, it was just like, I guess I'm dead because <laughs> yeah. everyone's coming at me. Yeah. And but I was facing mono red Cranko. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That would have been great. Oh yeah. Whoever that's, did that's, that. That's oh, tough. Yeah. It was. Like, My heart. Goes if you out haven't it. drafted Commander. Yeah. Oh, try it. It's so much fun. Holy cow. It is amazing because like that guy got hooked up with a mono red Cranko build and he got all the goblin support. Yeah. Yeah. And like people want to, people want to knock on it's like, oh, there's too much. It's, it's, it's the older generation or I don't know, just standard players general who want to knock on commander, but there is so much more versatility when you mm -hmm. get to choose your commander, you get to emotionally attach yourself to what it is. You read the story behind it. All that, you know, it becomes so much more personal as opposed to the four copies of the one spell per, mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, and sure, maybe you made a, a standard or modern or pioneer or whatever format deck that you think is completely your own. But commander has that infinity. You only have the 99 and your commander. So unless you're really just kind of. You know, net deck, and I didn't mean to just kind of divert this into support commander. <laughs> I, I do support all sorts of other formats. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Um, but you know, that said, like my versatility, my obsession with the meta, you know, like it commanders it. You know, I can see several different brews with you know. You can play locust god group hug. You can, and I do. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> I it exists. I love commander. Um, I do. I really. I, I, we need to make a concerted effort to jump back onto. I think the popper stuff. Yeah. Or like popper commander. And yeah, we've I, got sixty card popper. Yeah, we will really, have a lot of popper content coming out. Rapacious soon one is so close to being finished. Oh, Rapacious one is. It's such a stupid card. That's it's it. it's freaking. Yeah. It's an ancient copper dragon for Eldrazi scions. Yeah. yeah. Are you so kidding nice. me? It's so nice. Are you kidding me? In yeah. my Rionia deck, it's one of my game enders because usually, I, if I'm going to try to win with it, it has in fact uh, Perforos or Impact Tremors or Witty Roastmaster on the battlefield, and I'm, yeah. I'm going to really try to witty. Yeah, witty. yeah. Really try to be witty with that move, you know. <laughs> also, Oathbreaker. We'll be getting into yes. the Oathbreaker content soon oh, as well. We're very yeah. we're very excited about the Oathbreaker. Yes. Stack right here for Oathbreaker. I have not started Are you building Bolas. Are you doing Bolas? Bolas. I call Nicol Bolas the Dragon God. Oh, and the Elder Spell. With the Elder I'm, Spell. So I'm gonna I'm gonna warn you right now. What? I love it. We were just having a conversation with our friend Emery the other night, where she and her playgroup was doing that. She got hard banned from playing that specific commander and uh, side spell well, because it was too potent. Well. <laughs> Look forward to some spicy videos where we start dismantling our hey, friendships. Hey, hey, dude, it's okay. My, my my initial idea that I drifted away from, but I guess I'm going to have to steer back into it now, was, um, I can't remember, uh, Narset? Uh, Which one? The one out of War of the Spark. The, oh, the, the non one, yeah, mono the, blue, the blue non-ulti one. Nah. Her... Her uh, her static ability is no. Your opponents can't draw more than one card per turn. No. You want to know what my uh, you want to know what my uh, what my signature spell was going to be? Windfall. I think that's fine. It's it's well, it's spicy. <laughs> I draw cards. You don't. <laughs> it is very spicy. Uh, another one that I, I saw it. actually. I think it, uh, shout out to Wingbeard Nicholas. I saw. I think it was on his TikTok or somewhere. He was showing the the Oathbreaker deck that he built. Yeah. It is um Huatli. Yeah. The white green Huatli from War of the Spark. Love that one. It's one of my favorite tower cards. Tower defense. Oh, oh because Huatli basically makes it so that your creatures assign combat damage with their toughness. Yeah. So you build the deck with walls and and big butts. Yeah. Bubble butts. That's basically and just then tower defense. Is creatures get plus zero plus five? Yeah. Or is it plus zero plus? Tower defense is like 
big big butt yeah. so it's it's like a really cheap it's like playing ma- arcades it, in naya yeah so like basically like tower defense is a it, for for this yeah. situation is like a way better overrun yeah and oh my god it seems ridiculous yeah. like i i I love that you did that. That's so gross. And I want to do it too, but I don't want to. I don't want to copy. So I'm going to look at other outlets first. But yeah. you know, I'm I just love Nicobolus, uh, and I really wanted to do that. Uh, the completed Nissa, and I'm going to be doing just Thirsten Roots as Oathbreaker. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, because it that. gives you two options: you fetch for a land, yeah. or you proliferate. Yeah. So, and Nissa has all sorts of specifications. If like if you don't use her Phyrexian mana, she comes out for. You know, with like less going on for her. So mm-hmm. if you use Thirsten Roots, just you know, proliferate or get land. I, I really like a nice. mono green, smash some face with some land creature. I deck. guess for anybody out there that doesn't fun. know what Oathbreaker is, because it isn't oh, yeah. it isn't the most popular format. It's a little bit fringe, although it has gotten Hopefully. to the point where Wizards recognized it as an official format. Mm-hmm. And they do list a ban list and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oathbreaker is, it's dope. It is, I, I believe. 60 cards. It's a 60 card deck. It's singleton. Planeswalker. It's, you have to have a Planeswalker as your commander. Uh, I think the reason it's called Oathbreaker is because originally it was like the gate, the Gatewatch people like breaking their oath or mm-hmm. something. Like there was, there's something some flavor. There's yeah, there was flavor. some flavor to it. But you, so you get a, you get two command zones, or I guess you have one command zone that has two different slots. You have your Planeswalker, which is your commander, and then you have a signature instant or sorcery, and it has the instant or sorcery has to be in the Planeswalker's color identity. And you can't like the commander tax applies to either card respectively, like individually. Um, the signature spell may only be cast if your planeswalker is on your battlefield. Mm-hmm. So you have to have the planeswalker, like you have to set up and then you get to cast your signature spell. Once you cast it, it goes back to the command zone and costs two more the next time. It is a fan made format that opened up just so much avenue because now all of a sudden you can actually have like a, a synergistic combo in the command zone. And you then, but the the fun part is, is that planeswalkers are so fucking easy to attack. Mm-hmm. So it is really difficult, like to to deploy your planeswalker and then keep mm-hmm. it alive long enough to use your. Yeah, you got to use spell. all our brains for it. I love it. it yeah, it, it has it. I believe it. I've never actually played a game of Oathbreaker, and I'm excited to do so. I mm-hmm. feel like the play pattern is going to be amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of like different format, what was the one we did? Treasure Horde? Treasure Cruise. Treasure Cruise. Treasure Cruise. So super that's inspired the name of a card. Is that the name of a format? It's, it's a name. It's a newer format. Cards. And I think there's like 40 a cards. Of, it's a 40, 40. It's a 40 card deck. It's 17 it's curses. And the rest are just a myriad of, there's a couple other. Like Gear You'll get like all of the swords and Smothering Tithe and this and that. It's, it's part curses and then it's part benefits each person's deck is no okay okay sorry 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 sorry. shout out to emery by the way for introducing this one treasure cruise is you're going to sit down with your regular commander decks and start the game the treasure cruise deck is its own deck that's going to sit kind of just accessible to everybody it has um there's a current meta for it which is the cards that are supposed to be in it but it's 17 curses and then the rest are mana rocks and like the various like swords of hearth and home and stuff like that or like uh demonic tutors somebody had a, a smothering tithe and a curse of bounty on them last night it was fantastic I that was it. it was me and i was terrifying oh, it was so, amazing. sorry explain what how do you interact with the deck that's outside of your deck so it kind of works like planes chase um okay. you will roll a dice who at any point during your turn, only once per your turn, you can roll a dice, but you have to pay mana for it. One plus the, first, the times that you've rolled. Yeah. So the first time you roll it, you have to pay one mana. The next time 
you roll the dice, you have to pay two mana for it. And it keeps growing like that. It's It stays static to you. So if you've only rolled it once for the entire game and then it's like your last turn and you want to roll it a second time, it'll cost you the two mana. But exactly that. It's X plus one, where X is the amount of times you've already paid for it. Um, okay. So it's similar to Planes Chase where you, if yeah. you want to roll the dice, you got to pay. You got to yeah. pay. You got to pay. My first man. roll last night was a Timeless Lotus playing my Bane Lord of Darkness deck, and I was just oh. popping off. Yeah. Hold on. So you, you're rolling to draw from the deck, and yeah. sometimes you get juiced, sometimes you get fucked. Yeah. So I landed so, on a six, so I looked at the top three, and I chose from that from that three, and then the rest go. Well, here, I'll let you. If you roll a one, you shuffle the deck, and you reveal the top card of it, and that's what you get. If you roll a two, three, four, or five, you will effectively scry. You reveal that many cards from the top, and then you get whichever the numbered value is. So if you roll a three, you reveal one, two, and then you get whatever the third card is. Um, If you roll a six, you get to look at the top three cards and then pick one. Huh. So if, if, let's say you reveal three curses, you have to curse yourself with one? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yes. Like this sounds did. interesting. Curse of Bounty. It was fantastic. This, yeah, I'd love to play something like that. I feel like we should definitely I, uh, I, I, so I was talking to Emery about it today. I'm like, I want to go deep. So I'm going to do one for Necromancers. So every single guaranteed card that will be revealed, it'll just only be beneficial towards anything necromantic. So recursion, uh, zombies, things like that, you know? Like your doomed necromancers, anything at all. Like a, a, a mass, there'll be like a... Um, what's that famous one? Endless ranks of the not endless ranks of the dead. What's the one with Liliana? What is it called again? Return from the dark realm, right? Yes. Return from the dark. Realm? I believe so. The card is right here, <laughs> it's right here, sitting in the palm of my hand. On, on I, I don't know the card. I, I, we'll anyways, but you know recursion spells. So I love that. Or it could be like uh, a pure group hug and authentically only group hug, but maybe in a chaotic way. Maybe there's also a, maybe there's a knowledge pool. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of either way. There's a lot of plans, a lot of things that we're excited to do, and And we're be revealed on our channel. Yeah, and we're excited for all of you to be here with us and everybody else who comes in along the way. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, I guess we should announce as well. Like yeah, thank you for all the support. Um, We're we're clawing at like ways to figure out how to. get the channel out there and like mm-hmm. tell you guys especially locally mm-hmm. and um i guess yeah we'll announce we're gonna we're gonna be at the face-to-face games oh yeah tour face to face september 29th you to rock. october 1st and then i mean yeah we'll, we're, we're gonna do the december one as well yeah and uh yeah we want we want to get out there we're just gonna we're gonna be running around just just slinging business cards and and, and proxies we, we just have, being proper yeah. personality i don't know if yeah. i have you one know. here that i can show you we have little like we made business cards that are like Rogue's Passage proxy on one side and then yeah. our business card on the other. Yeah. So we'll be just like rifling those out like Gambit. Yeah. If you've seen some day. of our, if you've watched our episodes, at least one or two of them appeared in the game. Yeah. I made sure to slap that specific art when we played that Rogue's Passage. We're going deep. We're going deep. Um, thinking about these things. But you yeah, if you, if you see us, come say hi and uh, we'll love to see you there. Yeah, we will. Uh, we will sign your copy of the Rose Passage. Yeah, we will. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sign anywhere. And we we're gonna try. Yeah, no, we'll. Have, I think we're gonna have merch for ourselves. We are hundred percent gonna have some prototypes. So, yes, hundred percent. All right. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, what else did we want to? Did we want to just stamp I it there? And I think. We, it I mean, we, I think we this this one there. this one's already run longer than we were planning on. Yeah, and you know what? It also evolved from a from I think two two podcasts into just one. I think it was. Dare I say? Yeah, I mean, what time is it? One thirty? Not ten o'clock. Oh, it was ten o'clock. <laughs> we're recording a little late today. Okay, it's okay. We're uh, man, recording. We've di- we've needed to do this. Yeah, we got a lot out. I think it was nothing. Actually, nothing but fluid. Yeah. Here. And again, two months without recording. It's, it almost feels foreign being back in the studio. I yeah, we, we, all got, here. we got together the other day, but a toddler meltdown kiboshed it. Mm-hmm. So, Kids. Uh, <laughs> friggin' breeders. <laughs> <laughs> You're the breeder. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. Did you even ask That's him me. what it to be born? Did That's you even me. ask him? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so I guess I guess this is uh, Rogue's Passage podcast episode four. Nope. We're just gonna do that, and then yeah, we will sign it s- out with some love. Thank you so much again, hundred subscribers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's because of you. Here's to the next hundred. Yeah, here's to. Are the we gonna next. do one for that? I, I think probably like 500? 250, 500 is probably the next milestone. We want to hit those numbers, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, but. <laughs> Yeah, keep uh, keep the comments up. We love the comments. YouTube yeah. comments are actually just like mm-hmm. absolute joy to see. I, I I see now why other content creators say it like that, right? Where yeah, they're yeah. just like, man, just just dig in the comment section. It makes us really happy. Mm-hmm. It's it's true. wonderful. Like just true. seeing you guys interacting with it and just being like, yo, this or yo, that. It's I'll see you in the comment section of this video. Well, mm-hmm. I'll see you in the comment. I section. love you. Love you too. Bye. Love you so much. <laughs> And we will see you on the next episode of the, the Rogues Passage Podcast. <laughs> yeah. On the Rogues Passage Podcast, where we like to talk about a bunch of things. Yes. Yes, that is the else. one. Yes. All right, see you guys later. Bye. Remember to always be unblockable. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Ring that bell, y'all. Ring that bell. <laughs> What's up, YouTube? All right, bye. <laughs>